0: The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners
1: who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the
0: madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 86 where we're going to be talking all about scheduling using Acuity. I'm so excited to share this interview with you guys because even I was taking notes during this because Acuity is one of my favorite, favorite tools and is honestly the tool that I probably recommend the most to people and I was learning new things which is always fun and fascinating. So Uh, But first, I do want to encourage you, if you haven't checked out my System Save Me Summit, go check it out because if you are looking to implement systems to gain 10 hours back a week, 20 hours a week, 20 hours back a week, it is all there. And we cover things from client intake to blogging to inbox management, all the good stuff, and it's free. So go check it out at systemsavemesummit.com. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes, as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now, let's get ready to dive deep into scheduling using Acuity. Hey, y'all. I am so excited to share this guest with you today. Uh, Nicole and I touched base um, through a mutual friend, um, and then we actually got to meet in person uh, in Milwaukee a couple months ago. So Nicole, how are you doing today? I'm awesome and excited to be here, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. And so let's go ahead and start off because what your business is is very unique, in my opinion, and I feel like it is... Super powerful. Also from just a fellow podcaster. And so go ahead and share a couple of details about you and your business.
1: Yeah. So thanks. So as you said, a fellow podcaster. So I have two podcasts. One is an interview-based interview, interview based show called The Business Building Rockstar Show. And um, I also have Get Guest Ready, which is a podcast all about how to get guest ready if you want to be featured as an expert guest on other people's podcasts. And yeah, what I do in my business is help people get guest ready and beyond. So I help them... Uh, really target which shows are the best shows for them based on their business goals and then reach out either with them or for them and get them booked. Get them booked on the shows. Help them create systems and processes for being a great guest because when people show up unprepared, when people show up without clear goals in mind or they come with the wrong goals, like an agenda, bad, bad, bad. You don't come with an agenda to a podcast, (laughs) but when they come and they, you know, or they have their talking points, stuff like that, that's not the way to do it. So I coach my clients and I help them build out their systems that are unique to them. I get them booked or, uh, Yeah, I get them booked either with them or for them. And then I help them convert listeners to leads and leads to sales. So it's very holistic. Um, I'm a coach first and foremost. And I'm also systems oriented and strategic thinker. And so I just like, uh, I'm loving blending all that together.
0: I know. It really is a blend. And so perfect too, because, you know, we, even you and I just chatted casually about just the types of pitches that we get. And, um, and when you know someone's going to be a great guest and when you know someone is not particularly right for your podcast, so there is a difference. Um, It's not just about sending out pitches. It's so much more than that. Um, If you really want to go into the podcasting realm and, and get on people's podcasts.
1: And can I just touch on that before we get going? Cause I know we're totally. going to go in a bit of a different direction, but literally yeah. right before I joined you today, I got a pitch um, via Facebook from somebody who private messaged me, somebody I don't have, you know, contact mm-hmm. with. So it was one of those requests. Um, and she's extremely successful and she's, you know, she's by all accounts, a great guest, but by my standards, by my system, she doesn't meet the criteria yet. Yeah. She may. But one of the things that I've implemented for vetting guests is they have to go through, um, they have to go to, it's it's right at the top of my website. Like you can't miss it if you're actually yeah. trying to see if I accept guests. It is right there. Um, and it says, be a guest. And like, all you have to yeah. do is click it. And then just like answer the questions, you know, it is so simple. And so what I wound up doing was implementing this because I thought, why why is the onus on me? So many people have conditioned and the industry expects it. This conditioning that a guest who wants to be on a podcaster's show just sends them information as if the podcasters sitting there going, Oh, you know, what? I'm, I'm here. Just send right. it to me. I have nothing to do, but like, look <laughs> you up, read your right. stuff, watch your videos, you know, get your book. Right. I have nothing else to do. And so right. that's like the industry standard and it was driving me nuts. And it's like, she's yeah. a, a great person. And so what I do is I kind of have a, a canned response that I send back and I say, Hey, thanks so much for your interest in being on the show. Obviously I get more Inquiries than I can possibly host. So if you right. if you'd like to be on the show, there's a link on my website that says "Be a guest" and you can apply there. Now, and she said, "Great, I'm going to do that." So that's wonderful. And if she does right. it, there's a really good chance she's right. going to be on my show. But right. if she doesn't do it, she's not. And quite frankly, yep. between you and me, Jordan, <laughs> yeah. we're recording this um, in the middle of June, and I already have the rest of the year. I have all my guests yep. like lined up for the rest of the year. So I have people who've pitched through that uh, guest request that are going to be coming out in
0: 2018. Yep. So yep.
1: just I'd throw that in there since it's kind of like one of those, you it know, is. it's a system.
0: <laughs> it is. It is a system. I and mean, a lot of podcasters batch and have tons of content lined up. So if you, you know, a lot of people that are like, oh, well, I'm launching something in August, so I want to try and get on podcasts in June or July, it's like, I already got August plugged. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> it is how it is. So, um, so I think that is really, really crucial. And uh, yeah, especially if you do have a forum for your podcast, I always fill those out if I'm trying to be on other people's because I understand like, this is important. They need to be able to read how it is and why I would be a good guest on their podcast and now, they know them best and they want to know. I, the I will say that I don't actually require everybody to use a form
1: I require people I don't know to use a form. And Uh, the form... Because for me, and every podcaster is different, every show is different, what your criteria right. is different. Right. For me, the most important thing about my show is that there's chemistry between us, that we get along. You yeah. can have the biggest, you know, best accolades in the right. world. If we don't have chemistry, my people do not enjoy that. And I don't enjoy it, frankly. So, awesome. what I've learned over, you know, the 200 interviews plus that I've done is that the better the chemistry is between me and that person, the better the show is the more reach it gets, the more impact it has. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like people who are in my community know that success in my world doesn't necessarily mean monetarily. It means joy. It can mean anything, right? If somebody is a rock star at what they do, that's it's subjective. And so what my form is basically is create a video to me telling me why you're going to be the best guest and keep it under three minutes. I don't want to read paragraphs and pages. I want to see what's your personality, you know, it's like, that's, that's how I personally vet. And if somebody can't do that, then, you know, that's cool. There's a gazillion podcasts.
0: Right. that don't require that of you. So (laughs)
1: but But if yeah but if so back to my point though if I know somebody already I don't make them fill out the form I just give them my my scheduling link and I think that's what we're gonna talk about today is like the scheduling I love my scheduling system
0: (laughs) Yes, yes yes and you use my favorite tool too which is acuity so yeah I've been using acuity since I even before I had a business I think I don't even know what I was using it for but I'm pretty sure I was using it for who knows what But I'm so excited about this because no matter who you are, you have a schedule. And so it's important for you to manage your time and to understand the best ways for you to be in control of your calendar instead of your calendar controlling you and you being like, oh my gosh, I can't get ahead of it. Um, So... Kind of describe your business or, you know, if you give this tip to your clients, what their business is, kind of look like before you get them into Acuity and really maximizing the use of it.
1: Well, I've been using Acuity as well for a while. It was introduced to me back in 2015. I think probably the spring, summer of 2015 by um, Africa Art She's another Texan. And she was like, you need to be on acuity. I forget what I had before, but it just wasn't, it it just, it wasn't anything special. And when she told me, I'm like, Yeah, but it's going to be the same, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. You know, I I got over there because she understood it. And so she was like, I can help you with this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. But I never really used it to its full capacity. I still probably don't use it to its full capacity, but it took me a while to figure out that it's not just a scheduler. And once I did, holy cannoli, I like replaced our, like I had a VA that Mm -hmm. I probably, was paying her about 10 hours a week to do work. Cause I had her full time, right? So I probably right. saved about 10 hours a week of paying a VA to do stuff that wow. I set up an acuity and it was like done. It's like robotic. Right. And it's been that way since. Um, and so she could then, ca- you know, concentrate on other things right. that were way more Um, important because this was handled. And so I'm actually, as we're recording this, switching over to a different plan in Acuity because I didn't know that you can manage multiple. I mean, I knew there were these other things, but they had limitations. Everything has like, you know, every different thing is a limitation. And so for my for my intents and purposes, I created a new Acuity account for each one of my clients, which is a pretty hefty bill at the end of the day. It's like $10 a month. Right, Our, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's $10 a month per person. But yeah, yeah I, I've i been managing calendars using Acuity. So I've been paying $10 a month for each one of my clients. And then I found out that I could be using like the next level up. And it it can do almost everything I need it to do and what it it doesn't do it. There's a workaround for, I just figured out. So at the weekend, literally. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to migrate everything over, but it's, um, acuity allows you to really not, it's not just schedule. It's like the vetting process, right? You can put forms. You can, I mean, Mm -hmm. my client, I create my group programs in there where people can pay Mm, and, Everything is just connected. You can do okay. packages. you can do coupons it 's like it 's the best thing i believe it 's it's like it yeah. is my number one system for yeah. our tool for um, being a an entrepreneur online with surf, oh, with cool. dealing with Right. I have clients, I have um, that. hosts that I deal with, I have my podcast guests, I have my summit guests, I have like, and so you can, you can create a gazillion different calendars and uh, it's yeah. all synced up and it just, it adds it to my Google calendar and it, it blocks <laughs> off things. So like all I have to do if I'm like, okay, I just need some private time. I just put right. that in my Google calendar and then Acuity, right. nobody can book there. Like, right. Yeah. I'm going to shut up now and let you <laughs> let you take the <laughs> mic back because I am no, crazy no. about acuity.
0: <laughs> I love how crazy you are about it because I, I'm like close up there. Like I, if people, I think I get, did get that question actually, when I was speaking in Miami, they were like, what's like the number one tool in your business that you use? And I said, acuity, like acuity, acuity, acuity. Um, and I'm sure I don't use it to its utmost fullest like you do, but even the small bit that I use it, it's like, all right. Like,
1: okay. I'm going to, you know. I'm going to give you a ninja trick right here. Okay. So, that. okay. So today I got an email to say, here's the link for us to, to be here. Right. Yep. Do you know you can automate that in acuity? Do you know you can yeah. connect zoom with acuity and they it will create yeah. those. Um, yep, that's what I do. Is. And, and do you mail, but you can mail them out like when the yeah. person has the appointment oh.
0: Oh, like at the actual time, not an hour before. Um, Yeah. Like automatically.
1: So your, your assistant doesn't have to actually manually do it. You can have it set up. And this is one of the things that I do like with my clients is when I book them on shows, I get all that information at the beginning so that I can plug it into Acuity and it's done and they get the information they need and it's put on their calendar.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know the, the zoom and acuity like connection is huge. So yeah, I'll have to add that next that that other email in there. It's
1: just, a, um, uh, the email settings, I what's guess. it called? The, no, it's, um, uh, so here's the other thing. Do you know that you can, for each different type of appointment you set up in acuity, did you know you can have like specific, um, emails
0: sent to those people that are different from all the others? Oh, from all the different other ones? I just recently found that out. I just recently found Game that
1: out. Game changer. <laughs> okay. So here's what yeah. I do I go into my emails, my email settings, and the default is like that big block that says your right. appointment is, right? You can actually delete that. So I delete that entirely oh, okay. and I write an email with merge tags, that's the word I was thinking of before, merge awesome. tags, right? I do, I, I write an email as if I'm writing to one person. So I would write like to Jordan, exactly how I would speak to you or write to you normally. And then I would use merge tags to put all of the details from the form into the email so that, mm-hmm. and, and like my people always feel super nurtured. Well, I always yeah. got that feedback that it was like, I didn't realize this was automated. I thought you were writing me. It was, you know, an assistant. I get people writing me back from those emails all the time because I I'm writing. It looks like an email from me. It's sincere and it has all of your personal details in there.
0: Yeah. This is where I, when I learned this,
1: (laughs) this is where I save 10 hours a week in money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. I could see that easily. I know it's, and I think It really comes down to like client experience. I think for both of us is Mm -hmm. we really want people to feel like we are connected. We are like, you are taken care of as my guest, as my client, as my whoever. And that's really important to me. And so the more I can automate that to where it's beneficial to everybody. And it's not like a, some of my clients are like, but it seems so impersonal. Like, I feel like I'm cheating them, or I feel like I'm misleading them, or being mischievous or something, and I guess I never have seen it that way, Um, but it's more along the lines of, okay, you literally would be retyping the same exact email every single time, so I'm not really quite sure where you think you're mischieving them, because you are literally writing the same email, so you might as well just put it in acuity. Do you ever get that with people about like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Any
1: automation, any automation. I mean, I'm a big fan of automation. Um, Edgar love it. There's a lot of tools that I use. Um, however, I automate the stuff that is that repetitive stuff that you don't need to do all the time. And it is a time suck it just, it's not necessary, but I never automate the relationship. And again, I, for every single type of appointment, not every single, there's a couple that have like a default, but still it's written by me. So you can, um, for each type of appointment, you can write a new email and the, even the, um, the additional emails, right? So if you send the reminders and stuff. So I might have like a really long email at the beginning when somebody books, for example, to my podcast, telling them all the stuff they need to know. And then it'll get shorter and just like, hey, make sure you have your audio dialed in and you know, make sure you've done this. Um, And then finally it'll be like, hey, we're on in an hour, here's the link. And so it's all set up and it's all automated. Um, So they're getting a personal experience with me, without me taking the time to do it. Um, And yeah, so I think, I mean, I tell people the same thing. I'm like, listen, I hear where you're coming from, because you think about, for me, even when I started, I would think about something I cannot stand, like, if I have to call customer service somewhere I and know. I have to speak to a machine and then I can't get to a person who can actually handle things I don't know. and then it's like oh we're closed after 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it sends me over the edge so I yeah. understand that I think that's where people's ideas about automation come from, but you can do it in a really wonderful way. You don't have to be, you know, like that. That's a, that's a choice. And it's just like anything, you know, we go out and we meet people who are selling services who are like, wow, you're amazing. And you're like, you're, you're the person I've been praying for. Like, right. I don't know how much I can't, I can't love you anymore. Versus we go out and we're like, Oh, stay away from me. Like, I don't want your, your spammy smarmy garbage. Right. right. So there's people who use tactics, whether it's in yes. real life or through automation,
0: um, in wonderful ways. And then also in really icky ways. Yeah. No. Nope. 110%. And I think that that is yeah, automation can get a bad rep because of those customer service calls and because of just a bunch of other things where you keep getting, and the slip-up happens where it's like, hey, first name, like, but, you know, and that slips up and it happens, but it's like, you know, we're all trying to scale our businesses and we're all trying to do a lot of things and there are just some things that don't need to be done manually Um, and, you know, setting up for podcasts or setting up for client stuff, a lot of time doesn't have to be because I think repetition is really a good way to go about, okay, should I automate this task or not? If you are doing this repetitively over and over, over again and literally not changing anything that is like not merge taggable, um, then automate it (laughs) immediately. So that's how I feel, but let's get into all the goodness of acuity. So where do you want to start? I'm all about it. I'll be taking notes. (laughs) I want
1: to know what your favorite um, piece of it is. And then also like if you, if you could imagine how it could be better.
0: Ooh, can I ask you that? Yes, actually that's perfect. So one of my favorite things on acuity is so for my sales calls, So people can just book um, a sales call directly on my calendar and through Acuity. And there's a qualifying questionnaire um, inside of Acuity. It's, they call it an intake form. Um, And what's really awesome. One of my favorite things about it is that it literally shows up in my Google calendar, like in the notes. So I can just go open it up and like, it's all there and I won't show her name, but it's like, it's literally just Mm -hmm. question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. So before I get on the call, I can just take 15 minutes, read through it. You know, if I see that she mentions a podcast interview or something, I'll be listening to it while I'm looking through stuff. That's one of my favorite things. The reason that I don't use that for everything is I want Acuity to add a, an upload um, feature. So for my podcast and stuff, for example, I use paper form because people are able to upload their headshots
1: acuity allows that honey
0: where is it it's in the intake forms. it says upload you just
1: drag it over or oh you just uh, click it yeah on my form I say either you can either put a link below to your headshot or you can click the button that says upload and then you put it they actually host this stuff. What? So you, yeah, you can
0: have them upload oh, all kinds of stuff from All right good. Yeah. <laughs> See guys, sometimes you just gotta talk it out and then it magically appears and it's always been there and you don't realize it. So I got another I'll
1: one for you though, something that totally. a lot of my clients don't realize in acuity and people get really frustrated. And I think I was frustrated back when I couldn't figure it out and I was like ah, I gotta add something else um so with the podcast for example yeah. we um I don't know about you but me I do a media release just to cover my butt you know in case anybody ever wanted to say oh well I don't want that out there so it, mm-hmm. they have to agree to a media release and people are like mm-hmm. you can't put like a long question you know that's limited blah 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 but that's not quite true So the way around that, did you know that you can add multiple intake forms to a single appointment?
0: I did not. Mm.
1: So for example, I have like Mm -hmm. my standard questions to like get to know people's challenges and all that. If I'm doing a live event that includes a meal, for example, I have another intake form that asks about dietary needs. So I'm not going to put the dietary needs and everything on the same form because I use these different forms for different appointment types, but you can add multiple forms to a single appointment type. I know. I never oh, knew that. So one of the appointment, or sorry, one of the forms is it's a media release. And so in that big description at the top, where you have lots and lots and lots of characters, right. is my, um, you know, my media release. And then the question is like a drop down or something like, do you under do, understand okay. and accept? And then yes, I blah blah blah, right? Um, and then I also do that with like not with my big clients, you know, obviously contracts, but with a a digital or a smaller um, coaching uh, product, then I'll put in there the coaching agreement as well. So that's another form. Nice. I like that a lot. And what's really cool is you can always go back. So like you were saying, the the information attached to that appointment comes to your Google Calendar. But if you actually go into Acuity and click on your client files and find that person, every single appointment or every single form he or she has ever filled out through your system will be there listed. It will show you the dates of all the appointments. You can click on them. There's internal notes you can make inside of there. I'm seeing your face, and I'm thinking, you don't know this yet, eh? (laughs) No. I'm like, like, this is why I'm crazy about Acuity. I
0: know. I'm going to become even crazier about it. Everything
1: is there. And so I had somebody who did a chargeback, because you can also have people pay through Acuity, right? Right. I had somebody do a chargeback, and I could go in there and I had it like has all of the IP address, it has the exact time, it has everything that they filled out. So I could provide that to the bank and the bank found in my favor and took and gave me my money back. And it and I really wow, accredit Acuity for, for that because of the documentation.
0: Totally. Yeah, that's really helpful because chargebacks can be not very bad. Not nice. <laughs> <That's so weird. laughs> not nice,
1: <laughs> especially when you deliver service and then they just are pissed off that you Why? decided not to work with them
0: anymore. Right. <laughs> Anyways. it just makes it. Yeah, I don't know. It is what so it we You've all been there. Uh, <laughs> it's part of a part of business, but um, yeah, you talk about um, the Zoom and Acuity connection too, because that's one that I recently found and I'm obsessed with. So I will talk about that. However, I'm not an expert with that because that
1: came out after I already needed it. So I'm the kind of person where it's like, if I can't, so again, I love, love, love acuity and I love how sure. responsive they are. Like they really do yep. care about their, they're, they've grown so much. They're 10 yeah. years old and it's like the wow. most robust system. It's, it's, it's so uh-huh. it's so under noticed. Like people are like, right. I need a scheduler. And then, Oh, schedule right. once is great or calendly or everybody's got their no. opinions, no. but nobody really understands what the does. And like, right. it is your back office. It is your right. receptionist on, right. you know, comp- <laughs> like digital. Right. Um, it's a robot. It's amazing. Anyways. So what happened though, was when I started, mm. this was about what two years ago. Now I, when I started using acuity, I was already using zoom and zoom is integral for me. And so I couldn't, there was no integration. So what I did was with zoom, you can have your own, you have your, your personal room, right? You can, or you can create multiple rooms. So actually for the first summit I did, I created a new room for every person. And then I could give them the link, right? Like again, the merge tags and the emails. Oh, yeah, okay. but, but now what I do, because here's a, just another tool, Zoom. I don't know if you know, you can actually lock the room. I see here we're recording on Zoom and it's not locked, but it, yeah. I think it's a unique to me room. Yep. What I did, what I started doing probably about a year and a half ago, and it's made things so much easier on me, is I actually just have my room my, my main room oh, yeah, yeah, as the room. So I've pretty linked that. So it's like, if somebody, if, if somebody needs my zoom room and they don't understand zoom, I, cause I can just give what? them my number, my number, my phone number is my, cause you can pick your own zoom room number for uh-huh. your personal. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Didn't know yeah. So you
1: just go into your settings and you can pick your own number. And so otherwise it'll just be random numbers and you can make all these different right. zoom rooms. But I, so I made my room, my personal phone number. So my cell phone number is my Zoom room number. So it's super easy for me to remember, super easy for me to give out. And I made it even easier by going to Pretty Link, which is a plugin I use on my WordPress site. And so if somebody goes to my WordPress site or somebody goes to myurl.com forward slash talk, that -hmm. takes them right into my Zoom room. Boom. And so what I do is inside of Acuity, I put that welcome email or that you know confirmation right. email saying hey here's what you need here's the link I put it right in there, but again, that's through that um, that that's not through a merge tag. Right. That is because I type it in once because it's the right. same for everybody, and then you just have to lock the meeting, and you do that through. If anybody is a Zoom user, you just yeah. go to participants, and then at the bottom right of that, there's like more or something like that, and if you click it, then you can lock the room, and nobody else can come in. So that's so what that I like to happened, do to simplify.
0: That's like in here manage participants, and hit lock. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you could do it now if you wanted to test it. <laughs> I know, I'm like, what is this? Make host, oh wait, hold on. Mm.
1: Real, oh, life. More. There Real is. life, I know. Oh, lock meeting. <laughs> there you go, Woo. and now I can see the meeting is locked as well, so nobody can come in here except for us. Um, what I do do is with zoom, I'll use, for example, I have, um, a group program and for that group program, I designate a specific, so I pre-schedule, right? You can schedule in zoom, but here's the thing most people don't understand about, about scheduling in zoom. I love this. Did you know that you can actually use the same link over and over and over, even if yeah. it's a different time? Mm-hmm. Amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. So what I do is... I'll schedule for each one of my programs, right? I'll schedule a specific room number and then that's in the, again, it doesn't even need to be a merge tag. That is when I make that um, setting or that, that appointment type and that intake form and that email, it all goes together. And I say, Hey, so-and-so, or Hey, first name, (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing you on, you know, Wednesday at two o'clock, each Wednesday at two o'clock we'll be in this zoom room. So you can just click this link and blah, 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 blah. So then they have it again. It's like Mm. just, setting it up and letting her go. Uh, and most of the times I never um, – like with with podcast guests, which used to take me a lot of time to nurture and everything, once I give them the link, I generally don't talk to them again until we're on right. air.
0: Right. Yeah. So. No, I think that's that's so, so smart. One thing I do have a question about acuity is I know that um, in Indepsado, something else I use for my clients, is – that uh, their lead capture form, you're able to like, depending on how somebody answers a specific question in your Mm -hmm. intake form, um, they will get pointed to certain things. So they will either get redirected to, so say if they're like, oh, I only have like $200 to spend on you and I'm like, well, it takes more than that. So you can look at my like $97 trainings and it redirects them to a URL, depending on how they answer that question. Can you do that in acuity to where, for your sales calls, if they have a pricing budget situation, you can redirect them to something else other than your calendar? Great question.
1: And the answer is not as of right now, as far as I know, but I have a workaround for it. Uh, But before I tell you the workaround, I'll let you know that... Acuity, I want you to think about acuity as literally an, ass, an assist, um, not an assistant, a receptionist. So yeah. Gavin uh, Zuklinski, who's the founder of Acuity Scheduling, he actually created this system originally back t- over 10 years ago because his mom was a massage therapist and she was dealing constantly with people canceling and changing and it was like, ah. Right. So yeah. it really is designed, like when I use it, I really picture like walking into a spa and seeing that desk with all the calendars and all the options and all the add-ons and everything, you know, that the receptionist has like the books open and what, what can I do for you? So if you imagine Mm -hmm. it like that, if you're like walking into a spa or, or some kind of office, it's the question, what can I do for you? And so Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not marketing automation, it's customer service automation, uh, reception automation, stuff like that. So there's the difference. What I do personally in my qualification um, uh, questionnaire Mm -hmm. is I'll ask them what their budget is, or I'll ask them, um, you know, have you invested in this kind of work before? Um, Or I'll ask them about their income. I'll ask them these qualifying questions Mm -hmm. and then, you know, there'll be a drop-down menu or somewhere they right. can write in. Once they book the appointment, because Acuity is for booking the appointment. It's not a pre-booking. Right. If I want to do a pre-booking where I'm qualifying people before I give them my booking link, personally, I use Google Forms. I love it. I think it's right. super simple. Um, I like jot forms too, paper forms. I mean, there's so right. many so type. Nice. Of, there's so many forms. But with Acuity, what I'll do is, which is funny, we're talking about this because I was just working on it over the weekend because I have a launch coming up in two days <laughs> that starts. <laughs> and I have a completely new form for that. And I, I was going to pre-qualify people before they could get to my scheduler. And now I'm like, no, I am going to be just be very clear about who it's for and who it's not. And mm-hmm. then the pre-qualifying questions on the intake form, they can schedule a time, but what mm-hmm. happens is, I'll get that email. I'll get that thing on the calendar and I'll quickly glance over it. And if they're not a match, I will send them an email and say, Hey, you know what? I really appreciate you, uh, scheduling this. I don't think this is a right fit for you, but here's some resources or here's something else I can help you with. Um, but let's talk, let's connect after my launch is over or something like that, you know?
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Again, I don't automate, the interaction i automate the processes that i can weed people out with or that i can serve people without um typing it a million times but when it comes to actually assessing what the answers are i think for me personally it's just really important to have that personal connection and touch i was talking with with one of my mastermind partners um yesterday, I guess. And, and she was saying, Oh, you should hire these people to smile and dial for you. And I'm like, that's just not my business model. Like I'm not looking for
0: salespeople in that way. Like, yeah, it's just not me. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I like acuity right now for my sales um, pages and stuff. And I, and I recently heard about the depth thing. And I was like, I wonder if that is able to happen, but honestly, I like the acuity side of things. And I haven't really gotten on any calls that I was like, you are not ready to like invest in me. Right. So I think my questionnaire is good enough anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> for weeding out people, I guess. So. I do want to create a quiz though. And I think I was looking at Ooh.
1: type form maybe. Yeah. I think it was type pause. form. Like there's so many different apps out there. and But like for oh. quizzes that do the, if this, then that. So it's right. like, choose your own adventure. And if they answer this, then they go this direction. If they answer that, they go that direction. Um, I do, I like not a quiz, an assessment of sorts, you know, right. yeah. but, but yeah, I don't, I'm not the expert on that yet.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll come back on that one because <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them know. But uh, I think people now, if you are not an acuity lover, you either, A, we're not listening to this episode or B, Just wanting to complicate your life, so um, (laughs) (laughs) that's my personal opinion. Because I already was a fan of Acuity, and now I'm even more of a fan. So and dude,
1: it's ten bucks a month. Ten, Ten.
0: right? Come
1: on, right? (laughs)
0: There's
1: nothing. You can take payment. Here's another thing: you can take payment, and Acuity doesn't charge you a fee. I have a CRM where for my digital products they take a percentage of every sale that goes through there on top of what I'm getting charged by the the merchant, right? Wow. So like wow. Acuity does not charge any extra fees. You don't have to pay for integrations. They've got integrations with like tons of stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they're funny too. Yeah, I love are. their little like, <laughs> you know, need help? called Ghostbusters. Just kidding. Just click here. Oh. They're just fun and they're a great staff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. You can tell, you can tell that it's a fun team back there. Uh, so then the final couple questions that tend to be my audience's favorites are, uh, what was your best financial investment in your business?
1: So honestly, acuity, when we're talking small, small dollar, um, large dollar is my mentor. Um, he is just amazing and It's scary when you, when you invest, especially when I, I mean, probably some of your listeners can relate. Like I was burned many times. Like I made poor choices and programs and stuff like that. But what I realized was I needed somebody really high touch, somebody who I could talk to personally, who was going to understand me and understand my business. And that comes at a premium, but the payoff on that is like astronomical and it it's going to go on and on and on long after our relationship um is
0: over yeah yeah I totally totally agree it it really people I don't know there's there's a lot of things in the online world where it's like well why can't why do I have to pay thousands of dollars just to reach somebody and and all of that stuff and it's like well you're reaching for somebody that's had a level of success that you are wanting. And, and that comes at a premium. And I never like shush or like, I don't know, judge people's pricing and all that stuff, because it's like the, you're wanting the years of, of failures that they have attempted at. um, And then now they have success and things are great. So why would you expect them to just hop on a call and give you all (laughs) like that doesn't even like i don't understand that um so i think it is really important to understand that things come at a premium if you want high touch and if you want high touch there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. um, one
1: of my clients just said to me the other day, he's like, cause my, my business is expanding faster than I can keep up with, which is a really nice problem to have, but it is a problem because I'm, right. I feel like I'm not serving my people. Like I I'm trying to bring on team members and you know, right. and it's just, it's growing pains, but I love it. But, um, so this client, he said, I, I know you're probably going to have to raise your rate soon. And you should, because at the end of the day, like Mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of underpriced, but he goes, I don't care what you charge. Don't, change your model. Please don't stop being this high touch because that to me is worth way more than I'm paying. I'm happy to pay what I'm paying, but way more than what I'm paying. (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay, good to know. And, and I, I think we all have those questions, you know, when it comes to pricing is, are we charging too much? Are we charging too little, blah, blah, blah. And I think when you really stand in, your own value and your own worth, the right people who feel like that will come to you and they'll just love you up and think
0: always they're getting a bargain. Yep, 110%, love it. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? Definitely a program that I
1: invested in. It was the first one I invested in when I uh, quit my job as a correctional officer and it required like flights to California and it was um, a live event,
0: pardon Oh my gosh, like it was Yeah, I like was a-
1: 18 grand. Um I didn't have wow. any income at the time. I had just quit my job and basically um you know, they they're really good at marketing and I had such a, a really challenging experience and very eye-opening and it was actually I say it was the worst investment, but it was in a way the best investment because it my frustration mm-hmm. with what was out there and what people were selling and not delivering and all that. Out mm-hmm. of my frustration born the business building rockstar summit in 2015, which launched my, that was, that was my business. And I would not have had that. I I would not be where I am today. Had I not made that really poor financial decision.
0: Yeah. Oh, I totally agree that when you make some of those worst financial investments, like what comes out of them actually is like, Oh wow. All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh, I got a lot out of that. I didn't get a lot from you people, but I got a lot out of that experience,
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I love that. So where can people find you online? So restate your podcasts and if you have Facebook groups or all the good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. First of all, before I do, I just want to say thank you so
1: much. I know this has been, we've been trying to work this out for a long time and I appreciate your patience with me. And I'm so honored to be here with you and with your listeners and uh, to connect with me. The you know, you can find me lots of different places and I'll set up a page at interviews that com forward slash systems for the listeners of system Save me. Um, but if you want to jump in really quick and just get to know me, I do have a Facebook group. It's called business building rock stars. So you can either search that in, um, in, Facebook, or I'll put the link right there on the page at interviews.convert.com forward slash systems.
0: Perfect. And we'll have that in the show notes too. So it's easy to click. (laughs) So, um, easy enough. Well, thank you so, so much, Nicole. And I think people, if you didn't get at least 17 nuggets, then again, (laughs) I don't know what you're, what you're doing over there, but, um, thank you so, so much for taking out the time, um, and sharing all the, all of your goodness with us. Cause it's, it, this is going to be a very resourceful interview. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to system. Save me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsave.me.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.